Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Welcome back to another episode of Within the Lines. Coming at you on Wednesday, November 2nd, 2022. Today, we are reviewing a movie that we let simmer a little bit, mostly because we didn't have a movie this week, and we have a packed schedule coming up after this week. So we wanted to give our audience plenty of time to go see it. That is the film Black Adam. Mm-hmm. Dwayne The Rock Johnson's first foray into superhero movies. Is that fair to say? I mean, he's kind of a superhero in most of his movies yeah. by default. It's the of. first time they've ever actually called him a superhero. <laughs> um, I'm sure there's like mummy comic books and someone will be like, Oh, that's technically yeah. a superhero. No comic books, not superhero. This is superhero is his mummy movie. That was like his first big Hollywood movie. Is that connected to the Brendan Fraser mummy movies? Very much so. Yeah. Is it like a mummy cinematic universe? I, I don't think that's like a cinematic universe. I think that's a direct sequel or prequel. Okay. Like it's it. like exact same timeline, like continuation of a story. Never seen it. Never seen the Mummy movies. Uh, he R- looks real rubbery from yeah. what I remember. <laughs> it's fucking 2001. Um, look, Ty, I've had plenty of time to let this movie simmer. We started almost talking about it a little bit off the podcast, mm-hmm. and I had to shut it down because Riley was asking questions about this film. And look, those who follow me on Twitter already know my opinion of this film. Um, I made a bold declaration. Um and I'm just excited to see how you feel about it. I have a feeling you're going to just disagree with me just to disagree with me because you love to. You and Riley love to do that about films because you think you're better than me. Not true. Not true at um, all. I'm, I'm, this is one of the most excited movies to talk about I've had in a while. I'll be honest with you, Ty. I'm very much looking forward to this. I will say uh, you've, been, you've been on Twitter a lot recently for a, uh, Chargers, a lot of Chargers stuff. Yeah. I didn't see your Black Adam tweet. Um, oh. Let's, let's get into the pot. 60% of the time, it works every time. John Stamos. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup. I don't feel so good. Smash! I'm not fucking leaving. The show goes on. Okay, Ty, you just saw my tweet. And <sighs> you just had to instantly jump into the pod. We still had to talk about it a little bit in between the break. Uh, I'm not going to say what that tweet was. I would I would prefer you don't say what that tweet is now because I don't want to give away too much. 
Um, first and foremost, Ty, before we get into the, the, the bones and nitty gritty, I don't know what the hell I'm trying to say, of the film itself, mm. I just want to talk about the DCEU. Okay. I want to talk about that post credit scene. Of course, spoilers. Always, we we're gonna pull a Dwayne Johnson, and our, our the beginning before we even talked about Black Adam is just saying what Black Adam sets up. Now, I'll be honest, I didn't see that. I'm not sure if okay. you did. Yeah, it got a pop out of me. Really, it got a. Again, we've talked about this on the pod. I am a very audible moviegoer. Yeah, it got a no shit. <laughs> it got wow. an audible oh shit out of me. And okay. that is that uh, Henry Cavill is back as Superman and his whole body, not just his chest down torso yeah you yeah. see face <laughs> he has speaking lines yes yes he um, does. okay I, I the the like the what is it called press tour leading up to this dwayne johnson just didn't talk about this movie at all he was just like the the power chain or whatever I, i'm the strongest i saw this stuff afterwards yeah, yeah he was but. like i'm the strongest you know person from earth and then he looks at the camera and shit like it's very obvious what he was doing is like we listened to the fans and we did what the fans want. Like he just, he spoiled it before the movie even came out aggressively. <laughs> well, I'm um, happy I didn't see that. And then like 24 hours after like the first showing Henry Cavill posted on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that. Um, after the fact, um, I thought it was going to be Shazam. Like when they said that, like yeah. during that, cause again, I didn't see it. I was like, Oh, they're just going to Zachary Levi is going to show up and it's going to be like, huh? I wonder how this ties in the next movie. Um, but it wasn't. It was Superman, and Superman is back. And, mm. um, you know, I, I think they kind of fucked up Batman versus Superman, which my take has always been that movie's not as bad as we remember it. It was just so disappointing that it makes it worse. Like, I'm not – we've, I think, argued about this on the pod where I said it's an underrated film, but mm. it's just all the disappointment makes it worse. That's just how it is, you know. Your football team might go 9-8, and eight, and it's like, okay, that's not that bad of a season – but when you spend the most money the franchise has ever spent in the offseason only for everyone to get hurt and then miss the playoffs, mm. it's going to you know hurt that, a little bit more. Is that a little personal? <laughs> it was a little personal. Um, or your team might win 111 games and then lose in four games to your division rivals that all the fans pretend like aren't rivals. Mm. Um, yeah. Some are calling Big Brother now. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, that's, that's a bad take. That was a bad movie. Um, it wasn't just disappointing. It was just bad. Most of these movies have been bad. I personally liked – Whatever his name, Jesse Eisenberg, that's his name, right? I always get yeah. him and the other guy confused. Um, I liked him as Lex Luthor. I thought the whole trying to, like, exploit Superman as, like, bad, I was like, that's a compelling storyline. Yeah. Now, the whole Batman versus Superman of it all, that part sucked, the whole Martha and everything. It's almost like if they just marketed the fucking movie different, maybe. I don't know. But I'm just, I'm so excited for a Black Adam Superman movie, man. I'm so excited. They've they've hurt me so many mm. times, DC has. Yeah. And they're reeling me back in still, Ty. No, this is, their big, their big crowd pop, the big reveal is, hey guys, we're not as incompetent as we <laughs> seem. That your, like, favorite actor from this universe we somehow managed to keep around. That's the big pop, is a character who's been in one, two, three, maybe four films already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, appearances at least mm-hmm. the big pop is that character's still here yeah that can't be the big pop you got to be better than that and i appreciate it I, it seems like they're going in the right direction um off you know non-movie news but connected to it uh james gunn absolutely big movie news james well like not part of like the actual film but he's but the kevin feige of dc now he is now the co-kevin feige of dc huge because he's made the best dc stuff here recently yeah, he has. Peacemaker and Suicide Squad, the, the Suicide, Suicide Squad. Yeah, 
Um, wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. Love to see that. I also think he can, just from some of like the Guardian storylines, think he can tell like emotional, serious stories too. It doesn't have to be like R-rated Suicide Squad type stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think it'll be great all the way through. Love what they're doing there. Love that they got Henry Cavill back. Mm-hmm. This is a man who just quit being the Witcher <laughs> yeah. um, because he didn't agree with the writing and stuff. Which means and it, the other Hemsworth brother is now the new. Yeah, they're just recasting. Yep. Great tweet that uh, they said, "Hey, we have to hire someone who's okay being second. Um, so they got the backup Hemsworth brother to be the backup Witcher. Um, no, I I think the fact that he's back in on it is a good sign because he's someone who obviously cares about like the, um, the material. Yeah, and and telling stories that are true to that. Mm-hmm. So him being in is a very good sign. But it's just like a, it's kind of funny when you think about it. It's the big pop is just a character who has already showed up multiple times. That's yeah. It, it it's the external things though that makes it funny. Cause like yeah, we didn't pop when fucking obviously if Iron Man showed up now it'd be like what the fuck. But you know it's not like we wouldn't pop back in the day if Iron Man showed up at the end of Doctor Strange. You'd be like okay, what are we setting up? You yeah. know what I mean? But this was like a pop pop. But I told Riley between the Superman thing between James Gunn. Between this film, mm-hmm. I'm actually, like, pretty excited for the future of the DCEU. Now, this could all go to shit when Aquaman 2 and uh, the second Shazam, look, which looks pretty bad, um, come out. And it doesn't look great. <laughs> <laughs> when those movies come out, I might be deflated right again. But, like, I think about the DCEU and it's like Batman versus Superman heading into that movie. It's, like, so excited. It's like, what are they doing here? And then that was the wet fart, and then it's like wasn't really that excited for Justice League because they just rushed the hell out of it to catch up with Marvel, okay. And then they had some hits and misses, you know. They had like a mediocre Aquaman movie, but then they had a good Birds of Prey movie and a, a bad Suicide Squad, but then a good Suicide Squad, so a, a pretty decent Shazam. Like they had okay films and some bad ones, but like it still never had that overarching excitement big picture of marvel and for the first time i feel like in a long time i, I kind of feel that now again i don't trust them at all they'll probably disappoint me but I, i'm feeling good about the dcu right now ty i'm so look i, I mean we're gonna get to this movie i didn't hate this film uh, that's all i'm gonna say i didn't hate this film i liked it <laughs> I, <laughs> I i think that they've just failed on so many levels and even when they do something good for example wonder woman one they shit on it with <laughs> Wonder Woman 2. Yeah, didn't even mention that as one of the stinkers. It's just, it's concerning, to say the least. And I mean, you're right. They, you know, so we had Man of Steel, Batman v Superman. Yeah. Man of Steel's okay. Man of Steel, not a bad film. Yeah. Good film. Suicide Squad, dog shit. Wonder Woman, okay. Justice League, dog shit. Yeah. Aquaman, okay. Shazam, pretty good. Birds of Prey, pretty good. And you're like, oh, they're on a roll. Wonder Woman 1984. <laughs> Um, they then released Zack Snyder's Justice League, which again is there. Hey guys, look how good we are fixing our fuck up. <laughs> we get the Suicide Squad, which was good, and then we have Black Adam. Now, the one movie you left out of their future, which still is very concerning, yeah. the Flash film. Yeah, they might just not release that. They might pull a Batgirl. Was Batgirl like an animated show? Was it a movie part of DC? I don't fucking know. They might just scrap I it. I think it was DCEU because apparently Michael Keaton got paid like $4 million for like a 15-second cameo, and then they just scrapped the movie. Wow. Michael Keaton's supposed to be in The Flash. And not only that, they're already working on the second Flash. Are you serious? Yeah. And what's-his-name might go to jail? 
Yeah, I think they're. I mean, they have to recast. What the fuck's him. his name? Ezra Miller. Ezra Miller. Terrible human being. Yeah. Awful, awful person. Almost as bad as Jeff Bezos. <laughs> um, I, I just, I'm concerned. I, I'm very hesitant because I liked, I like these characters. I think this cool Superman movie with Henry Cavill. I think Henry Cavill's fucking awesome. I think he's a good Superman. He's just like a very attractive, jacked nerd. I think he's a good who Superman. Loves this shit. Yeah, he's a wonderful Superman. Best Superman in my life. Yeah. The only other Superman I remember is the one where he like caught a plane at Dodger Stadium. Was that a Dodger Stadium? Yeah. Yeah. I'll I'll say it. Best Superman. Ever. Yeah. A okay. Lot of, a lot of old heads who like the original Superman movies gonna be real mad about that. I don't even know, like I can't tell you one person who played Superman before <sighs> Henry Cavill. This guy is the guy is in a wheelchair now. Like Superman Returns, that was like the last Superman two thousand six that franchise, was right? Brand Brandon Brandon Roth. That sounds right. Yeah, you're right. Superman one. Super nineteen seventy eight film starring Christopher Reeves. Kevin Spacey played Lex Luthor? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Who'd you say? Sorry. I was too busy thinking. Christopher about Reeve. Reeves. Um, in a wheelchair now. He's a good Superman. Right. Okay. But yeah, I, I just like I like the characters. I I liked Ben Affleck as Batman. I hope he stays Isn't around. he supposed to come back? Wasn't there speculation know. that he was coming back? Yeah. I hope he stays around. Like I like what they have here. They just gotta start telling good shit. I like these characters. I like these actors. I like Dwayne Johnson as Black Adam. Mm-hmm. I, I like him as this character, and I want to see more stories with this character. Yeah. Um, I like some other characters they set up in this film that may or may not be deceased now. <laughs> um, I like. I like what they're doing. Just tell good stories with these characters. Look, it doesn't have to be a good story if we just get a fucking bitch in Black Adam versus Superman movie. I don't need any story. Just let them fight. You're going to be, you're going to be, this is Batman versus Superman all over again. This is Black Adam versus Superman. You're going to be so disappointed. Who wins that fight, Ty? Superman. But. No, Superman. But no, I'm like, here's some thinking about the business here. Hmm. What if Cavill just signed on to do like one more film? Like, hey, I still don't want to do this franchise, but I will do one more film to kind of give the character a farewell. They don't have to kill him, but maybe he just leaves. Dwayne Johnson's in press tour saying I'm like very much emphasizing Superman stronger than him still. <laughs> yeah. They just can't. They can't do it. Superman's just so overpowered, man. That was the problem with the first Justice League is it was, oh, no, we're losing this fight. And then Superman shows up and just fucking wins it all by himself. She's like, hey, you guys sit there <laughs> while I handle this. Oh, I- I'm still excited. James Gunn. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Henry Cavill, maybe Ben Affleck. Hopefully Ben Affleck, I'll say it. Someone recasts as Ezra Miller. Um, probably someone recasts as Aubrey Black. What's her name? What? The girl from Aquaman. Johnny Depp. Oh, Amber Heard. Amber Heard. Yeah. I don't know where I got Aubrey Black from. <laughs> I don't know. Bad person. Um, yeah, another bad person. Um, we're in a good place, you know, and I think right now Marvel kind of on a downswing. DC EU might be coming for it. Look, kind of on a downswing. I I can't remember the last time I've been as excited for a movie as Wakanda Forever. Really? So I've seen some. It's weird. I've seen some mixed reviews. I've seen some like, oh my god, this is amazing. But then I've seen some like, and eh, not that great. I have a feeling it's going to be less superhero movie and more like emotional roller coaster, like actual stakes and and drama. Yeah, with like character moments. Mm-hmm. I just think I'm going to ball my fucking eyes out. I feel like 
It's going to be less of the fun These action. These reviews tell me one of two things, Ty. It tells me that it's going to be on an, an extreme. Either the death of Chadwick Boseman slash T'Challa, however they explain that in the film, either that's going to be a huge, huge, huge part of it, and people might not be happy with that because it's like, let's move on. Or it's not going to be as big. He's going to like die off screen, whatever. It'll be in the beginning. They'll do their tribute, but then the story will shift to whatever. With Obviously, his death still playing a role like why things are happening, but won't be as – you know, I, I think I lean the, the former – but, like, I could see people either being upset – some people being upset if it's, like, a big just, like, this character died and it's kind of swallowing the whole story. Or the other way where people were like, I wanted a bigger tribute and it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. I don't think it's going to be just kind of, like, in between. You don't think? I, I don't think. I think I, it's going to be one extreme or the other. I think that they're going to address however they're doing it in the film, whether it's on screen, off screen, like, said, not said address it have their tribute have that set up the film it's i think that's going to be the first third of the movie that and setting up the conflict the second third is going to be that conflict the third is going to be the resolution to it i, I think there's going to be emotional moments with these characters that hits on real life and in movie emotional moments yeah uh, i think it's going to be great kind of want to google like See if there's any leaks to see how they explain how he dies. But I don't know. I don't want to ruin it. But I kind of do. <laughs> I don't know. I, I have all the faith in the world in this director and this team to make a very, very good film. Yeah, for sure. So the first Black Adam, like it, I said Black Adam, Black Panther. It's a good movie. Maybe, yeah. maybe overrated. Good movie, though. Very well-made film. Yeah. Terrible CGI. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited for this one, though. My parents had it on. Just This was a while ago. This was like months and months ago. But they just had it on. It was like, I don't know if it was a party or something, but it was just on. And it was that end scene where they're fighting in like the train or whatever, like on the on the train. And I'm, yeah. I was like, holy shit, this no, it's is like bad. PS2 cutscene. <laughs> this is so animation. bad. Holy hell. Um, I had something else to say about Marvel and DC. And I don't even remember anymore, Ty. Mm. I think we could just jump into the scale. All right, let's. Uh, I don't have anything. <coughs> I lost my synopsis. One moment. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot you got to do that. <coughs> In ancient Con Ka Canadoc, Canada. Condoc. No, we're gonna go Canada. Within the lines would not be possible without Anchor by Spotify. It is the easiest way to make a podcast, and has been how we have made our podcast for over two years now. Anchor has everything we could need to make a podcast. And if you were thinking about starting your own podcast, you definitely should take advantage of their resources. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. We have fancy mics. You don't need a fancy mic to use Anchor. When hosting on Anchor, you can even distribute your podcast to listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, wherever you want to listen to your podcast. Anchor does that work for you. You think me and Tyler are smart enough to figure this stuff out by ourselves? Absolutely not. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And of course, the best part, because me and Tyler are cheapies, Anchor is totally free. Anchor's been great for us. It's been what we have been using. Um, we highly, highly recommend it. And if you were thinking about making a podcast yourself, we encourage you to download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Let's get back to the pod. Teth Adam was bestowed the almighty powers of the gods. After using these powers for vengeance, he was imprisoned, becoming Black Adam. Nearly 5,000 years have passed, and Black Adam has gone from man to myth to legend. 
now free, his unique form of justice, born out of rage, is challenged by modern-day heroes who form the Justice Society, Hawkman, Dr. Fate, Adam Smasher, and Cyclone. Kondok. Kondok. Um, Black Panther, Black Adam, uh, 40% Rotten Tomatoes, 90% audience score, 50-point mm-hmm. difference, 262 reviews on Black Adam. PG-13, two hours and five minutes, Ty. Um, yeah. You, off the top of your head, can you think of a film with a bigger disparity, uh, critics to audience? I'm sure. I mean, if we look at my There's got to be some, but none that I can think of outside of um, – let me just take a look at this one real quick. This one feels like it's right up this alley. There it is. Another 50, 49-point difference, law-abiding citizen. <laughs> 26 critics, 75 audience. Uncharted is probably another one just from this year that we did. Um, I feel like that's another bad critics, but the audience has loved it. Yeah, forty-one ninety. It's almost right on the fucking nose. It's like identical. Um and I like this film more than Uncharted. I'll tell you that much, Ty. Oh. Um, yeah, so heading into this movie, I, I didn't really know much. I don't watch trailers. I try not to watch trailers. You know that. And I didn't really watch many Black Adam trailers. Didn't really know much about the character other than it was The Rock playing it. You know, didn't know what to expect. And, you know, not knowing what to expect, I feel like I still kind of got what I expected if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, kind of like this anti-hero story, but he kind of turns to a hero at the end. As a result, you get a villain who might not be in the movie more than 10 minutes. Um, <laughs> the villain itself might not be compelling, but it's more so kind of the story of it's, it's an origin story kind of, yeah. you know, I mean, not kind of pretty much is an origin story. Um, I don't even know where to start. I don't want to like just jump into the, the score itself, I guess, but I so we are. let's let's start here. I mean, we touched on a little bit, but let's just start here. I think undoubtedly there's an aggressive amount of similarities between Marvel stuff and this film. Okay. Um, also, just like ripping off other characters and stuff in this. First off, Hawk. Hawk. Man. Okay, so I know you're going to bring this up because we're Marvel sloppies, but I'm pretty sure these characters existed before the Marvel characters. Maybe. I know well, for sure Dr. Fate did. 100%. 100%. But, I mean, people are going to compare that to Doctor Strange. Yeah. Um, Hawkman, when you first see him and he's in, like, the African suit and he's just rich with all this technology, that's Black Panther. That's aggressive Black Panther vibes. I was getting more, like, Falcon vibes. Well, that's because he has wings. I think yeah. that, was a small, <laughs> that was the small brain comparison. Big brain comparison, Black Panther. Okay. But both, flying guy. Adam Smasher is Ant-Man. Yeah. That's just with a Deadpool mask. With a Deadpool mask. He's a little combo there. There's just a lot of like this is the the result of coming in to the game late. Is is that you're gonna get compared to this stuff, and that's undeniable. Um Yeah. That's fine. I just wanted to address it. With that being said, Black Adam's weakness was just like a blue rock. Was that even um, a weakness? Well yeah, they like blew him up with the rocket and he was like, Oh shit, like that actually fucked him up. Yeah. That's just kryptonite. You just changed the rock from green to blue. <laughs> that's a superman's weakness yeah yeah i feel like we're just now we're just getting into the complexities of the characters and comic book characters in general mm. being very similar i mean there's marvel characters you know i know like they've marvel has done a decent job of like not copy like moon knight was compared to like their 
uh, Batman, and they made it very much not that in the MCU. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure there's probably MC- Marvel characters who are pretty fucking similar to DC characters, with oh. DC characters coming first, and Marvel just Million hasn't percent. maybe like just pulled the trigger on those characters, haven't brought them in yet. Whereas right. this is an interesting decision where like they brought some pretty direct comparisons in, um, just right on the nose. With that being said. Marvel now is late to the game with Wakanda Forever coming up because we're going to get an Aquaman ripoff. Yeah, yeah, there's a perfect one. I couldn't even think of it, yeah. (laughs) Like, we're going to get that very soon, but this is just the result of DC doing all of this second as you get compared to all this Marvel stuff. Even because, again, Dr. Fate's a great one where, like, he's in other stuff and he seems like a really bitching character and everyone's going to be like, oh, that's that's the second-hand Walmart brand Dr. Strange. Quicksilver's The Flash. Yep, full ripoff. Um, so I'm just looking here. Um, this is an article by Collider. It's Marvel DC uh, copycats. You have Moon Knight and Batman, which we already said that was number ten. Okay. Um, number nine. It doesn't say which came first. Uh, Hawkeye and Green Arrow. Um, yeah. <laughs> number eight. Namor and Aquaman. Yep. So there's that. Number seven. Deadpool and Deathstroke. Yep. Deathstroke's more of like a. It's like an actual assassin, villain. isn't he? Yeah. Like he's a. They fucking set Deathstroke up at the end of Justice League, didn't they? Or Batman versus Superman. Remember, Jesse Eisenberg meets with him. Yeah, at like a like a private. Well, there's the Snyder cut where it's like a full extended thing with that character. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Then I don't know if it was. The I think first it's one. both, but and, and there's the also Snyder the Martian. Cut. Remember, they set up the Martian. That was definitely in the Snyder cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah Martian yeah. Manhunter. Wow, they've just fucking <laughs> all these loose ends. Uh, Black Cat and Catwoman. That's on the nose. That's yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Doctor Strange and Doctor Fate. So there you go. Uh, Vision and Red Tornado. I've never heard of Red Tornado. Um, Sounds pretty sick. <laughs> kind of just looks like Vision. Winter Soldier and Red Hood. Red isn't Red Hood the Batman, uh, like Robin, but he ends up being Red Hood. Yeah, no, that's a bad comp. I mean, similar-ish bad comp. Red Hood is oh, it's because they were both character. former superhero sidekicks. Oh, who turned bad. Okay. Uh, number two, Professor X and Niles Calder. The fuck? DC's superhero group Doom Patrol is like, I guess, their version of X-Men. Okay. And number one, Thanos and Darkseid. That's fair. Which, I think they have different motives, but it's just big, buff, bald yeah. aliens. So <laughs> Now, did we ever... No, Darkseid was like the big, big bad in Justice League. We never got him as a main villain. Yeah. Because I was going to say, that's like... Darkseid is, like, a really, really badass DC villain. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he was, like, he came out first in 2017 before Infinity War and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Still hand me down Thanos now. You just didn't get, you didn't <laughs> capitalize on that. Um, Namor actually came out before Aquaman. Yeah. Um, apparently DC has a, a character called the Elongated Man that compares to Mr. Fantastic. Oh, no shit. Uh, that was 1960 to 1961. Um, Adam and... Ant-Man, so Adam Smasher. Um, Adam Smasher was first by one year. Uh, Red Tornado Vision, we already did that. These are other ones. Catwoman and Black Cat. Catwoman came first by like 20 years. Green Lantern and Nova. I don't know about that. Um, They have light light powers. Yeah, Batman and Moon Knight. Batman 1939. He's old. Even that one doesn't feel like that much of a comp. Superman and Hyperion. Yep, that's just their full-on ripoff. Superman. Oh, Superman. Um, that was number one on the list. So it, it's just, you know, and a lot of these might not even be made by DC or Marvel because there's a lot of these, like, smaller comic book characters. It, it's what, like, 
Black Hat Comics or something. There's some other like comic book company, you know, that gets bought out by DC, whatever. Yeah. Um, at least we're not getting like a Spider-Man. Um, what what would their Spider-Man like Scorpion Boy? Oh, Spider-Man's ripoff may be the teenage insect-based character Blue Beetle, who has a movie coming out August 18th, 2023. Wait, are you serious? Dead serious. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't set you up for this. I didn't know this was a thing. Blue Beetle. Yeah. Nice. He's a Hispanic teenager who gets beetle powers. (laughs) I don't know. I know of the character. I don't actually know his powers and shit, but yeah. I do know is he's he supposed to be. Is he actually comparable, or is it just because they're both? I don't know. I mean, spider, beetle, they're both bugs. It's both based on, like, high school kids. <laughs> he's got the mask with the big eyes, it looks like. Kind of kind of Spider-Man-ish, just blue. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say that's comparable. That's funny. That's fucking funny. <laughs> the blue beetle. I didn't even know that was a fucking thing, Ty. <laughs> Supposed to be DCEU coming soon. Next year? Oh, what I wanted to bring up, sorry. Before we get into plot slash story score. With James Gunn, Mm -hmm. the head of DC Studios. Also, just as you're saying that, he's like co-leading. There's another guy who also got the job. Imagine being that guy. No one gives a fuck about him. (laughs) No one at all. What percent chance? I don't think it's zero. What percent chance do we ever get a Marvel DC crossover? Look, I don't think it's zero. I will say with this happening, it just shot up from like point zero 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 one to like two. We have the multiverse. So it's very easy to have to do Family Guy Simpsons. Um, it's very easy to have these worlds combine. Hmm. Now, the thing is, you're not going to be able to set it up. Like, maybe you can, but it can't be, like, the big overarching, like, phase six thing. Like, you, that's dumb. It's got to kind of be, like, a one-off. And I, they can't fight each other. That's what everyone's going to want, and they'll probably market it like that. The Avengers versus the Justice League. That'll fucking – that'll break box office, Ty. That'll, oh, that's three bill, four bill. <laughs> um, But they can't do that because then it's like when fucking wrestling companies have their top wrestlers wrestle each other. It's like, okay, which guy's going to win? We don't want our company to look like shit. Yeah. So it's going to be a draw. Like, I think if they do fight each other, it's like one person on this side kind of wins, one person on this side kind of wins. Like, a individual they have the same fights. mother's name. And-, and then they just come together for to say the split their universes apart again. Yeah, it'll be like they fight. They, I think there's not like a definitive winner, but yeah, like half the team wins, and but they're not dead. They're just kind of like you make it co-directed by the Russo brothers and Zack Snyder, um, so that way you get fans on both sides. There you go, um, billions of dollars. With James Gunn and fucking Feige executive producing. producing. That'd be sick through the box office. Yeah, just new numbers that have never been seen before. That would be so fucking sick. Um, plot slash story tie. Black Adam heading back to this. Um, not a not a Marvel equivalent for Black Adam, I don't think. I will say I think Shazam and Black Adam are kind of their own unique thing. Yeah. They kind of rip off their own superhero and Superman. Just with lightning. Thor? Thor would be Shazam. Yeah, but I mean, like, there's not really any superheroes at all where they're, like, children. Or, in the case of The Rock, just uh, still kind of buff but not totally shredded Rock that can say Shazam and get superhero powers. But then turn back to a normal person can't think of any marvel characters like that superhero 
kids like Shazam? I can't think of any either. Hmm. Um, Which Shazam, of course, was originally named uh, Mr. Marvel, correct? Captain Marvel? Yeah. Um, And obviously they had to change that for uh, Captain Marvel is his name in, uh, in the comics. Had to change that because it would be a little confusing. It is. It is confusing. Plot slash story tie. Oh, I just found a Quora. Uh, are there Marvel characters similar to, Shaz- to Shazam? Quick answer for you. Uh, Miracle Man. Hmm. Didn't do any research. Doesn't say a description. Doesn't give an explanation. But that's your answer. Miracle Man. Yep. Hmm. Interesting. Plot slash story. Continue. So, yeah, this is, like we said, an origin story. You know, we kind of... It's one of those films where you get a little bit of the past sprinkled in with the present. Kind of, you kind of know the background of the character, but it's not a complete story. You think it is at the beginning, but then as the movie kind of goes on, you learn more about his backstory. We've seen this in fucking superhero movies before. Yeah, um, this isn't a um, unique formula. Um, it's a lot of just Black Adam fighting um, the Justice Society of America, which is a real thing in the comics. Obviously, yep. um, just a funny fucking name. Um, JSA. And they fight, they come together, they work as a team, they don't. The villain outsmarts mm. them real quick to become a freaking demon god thing. Yep. And then they just fucking team up, beat them at the end. It, it's very textbook. It's it's very kind of just, just you know, like, I don't know. Run of the mill, kind of, you've seen this before. Yeah. That being said, I will say, not knowing anything about the character, uh, the little plot twist where it was his son who was the original uh one that was bestowed the powers, and then he transferred him to his father um, after he was killed. It sounds like Riley just dropped something. Yeah, very loud. Um, Hope she's okay. After his mother was killed. Um, didn't see that coming. Got a little emotional. I'm not going to lie, Ty. That scene where his, his son died, I got a little emotional. Okay. I was just a big a little sappy at the time. Okay. Um, that was a nice little twist. And I, I did like the way they kind of called back to it. And you, you in that, even though that's been done before, I still do kind of like that style of like a little bit kind of like Captain Marvel. Where it's like you kind of know how Captain Marvel gets her powers, but there's a little bit of a twist, and like it's throughout a mystery the mystery to how it happened. Yeah, you're like getting little inklings of it. And you you know? see a version of the past that's different than what actually happened. Yeah, I don't hate that comp. Yeah, I gave it a thirteen. Okay, I think that's a little too high. I think you're giving it too much credit. <laughs> With that being said, I'm at an eleven. I'm only two okay. points higher, but I feel like eleven's too high. Also, <laughs> this is very run of the mill. I like the switch up to where it's his son, and you see his son being this good person, and you're like. Why is he the way he is if that's the case? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then you realize, oh, because that's not actually him. Yeah. His son was a good person. He's just like a pissed off dad who lost his family. Yeah. I like that. I like how that worked out. I like how it explains why he's a anti-hero and he does things a little differently. Yep. Um, villain, terrible. Uh, <laughs> writing, very bad. DC's got to get their villains better. Um, we'll talk about that in characters, but I feel like for this story, you didn't really need like a, you a didn't. villain. It's, it's you know? similar to, I mean, I, I, Iron Man one's kind of a bad comp because the Obadiah character is like throughout and, and the overarching villain throughout it. But that movie's like, you spend the entire time with Tony Stark yeah, and then you have a villain cause he needs a villain to beat. Yeah. Whereas this one, it's, you spend the entire time with Dwayne Johnson as black Adam and you learn about this character and then he has a villain because he has a villain, you know, cause he's got to <laughs> fight. There's gotta be a big battle. Um, but an 11, I like what they did with the backstory. I think it would have been like an eight without that kind of switch up and the character motives and 
all of that. But I like how they kind of did that sort of twist and fake history type mm-hmm. thing with it. I, I like how that played out. Got all no right. issues there. All right. Like it. Cinematography, Jason. Why don't you go first, Ty? Because I have a feeling like we're going to be kind of different <sighs> here and I'm going to be upset with you. Okay. Cinematography, uh, superhero movie, CGI galore, flying around, doing lots of shit. Um, lots of fight scenes, action throughout. Look, I don't think it was incredible. I wasn't blown away by any of the cinematography. I don't think the CGI was incredible. With that being said, here recently, it's been a fucking struggle to get some good CGI in a superhero. <laughs> anything. Um, yeah. Thanks yep. to Marvel. Marvel's really shit the bed on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like what some of this did. I like the, the scenes of Dwayne Johnson's. I like the practical suit. It was very, very prototypical. We're in another country. Everything's yellow. Um, I hate that in films when they do Middle Eastern or whatever, and it's just fucking an orange-yellow sky. That's why I used to think when I was a kid, we would watch these documentaries or whatever. I used to think that the sky was like legitimately different color in different countries. Yeah. I thought the sky was like yellow-brownish in Mexico. Mm-hmm. It's not. Let me tell you. I'm, <laughs> I've never been there. I haven't either, but I'm pretty sure it's It's blue. Not. It's blue on <laughs> yeah. a clear day. Yeah. Like, it's, it's a normal sky. Yeah. That's just movies. They're like, hey, this country's this color for whatever reason. <laughs> yeah. I don't get it. Yeah. Um, or like Tokyo always has to be at night. Yeah, it's always bright lights. But I fucking love that, though. I'm a sucker <laughs> for that shit. <laughs> like, I'm going to shit on this one for it being yellow. Love a bright, vibrant Tokyo at nighttime <laughs> while it's raining. Nothing <laughs> yeah, better. Yeah, while it's raining. Nothing it's better. It's always raining in Tokyo. It's fucking wonderful. Um, I gave it a 14. Okay. I didn't hate it. I thought some of the action was pretty cool. Yeah, I, obviously, that plays into the next category. Um, but I gave it a 14. I think the CGI and shit's been really tough here recently, and this did it good enough. I wasn't blown away by any shots, though. I didn't have anything that I was like, holy shit, I've never seen something like that before. Uh, it was good. Okay, so the CGI, yeah, like you said, there was nothing kind of very bad. Besides the demon guy at the end, he was not great. Oh, uh, um, yeah, villain villain model you could tell they only wanted to use him for a little bit of time because it was hard to make (laughs) um but i still didn't think it like took me out of it but in terms of like the cgi was fine there was nothing like horrible but i guess that's kind of what you want out of cgi is you just want it to look real but yeah in terms of like the hand-to-hand combat and the fight scenes between black adam and um hawkman hawkman whatever the fuck his name is and just all the different fight like scenes when they were fighting each other I thought those were all really cool and using the the tornado girl and the Adam Smasher, how they did. And um, I really enjoyed those action scenes there. There were two fights. uh, I like the soundtrack, um, but there's two fight scenes that stuck out in my head, which bumped my score higher than yours. And that was number one, uh, the scene where uh, Paints It Black by the Rolling Stones plays. Wonderful. Wonderful. I'm going to be horrible if uh, that's incorrect. That's right, right? Rolling Stones. I love no, me. Got, I, I said that real confident. It's going to be real funny if we're both wrong. <laughs> I love me. I'm a sucker for this. A slow-mo. He's going really fast, but it's in slow-mo scene. <laughs> I, like the scene. I haven't even seen the X-Men movies, and I've seen that Quicksilver scene with Evan Peters. Okay, Fucking yeah. dope scene where he's love saving those. everyone from the house. Yep. Um, the fucking the, the Superman scene in Justice League is my favorite part of the whole movie. Where Flash is running and you see Superman's eyes fucking follow him. And it's mm. like, oh, that's actually fucking – that's like a bitching scene. So that scene of him just running around and fucking putting the grenade in the guy's mouth and fucking directing the – go ahead. When you said it was – was Painted Black playing during that scene? 
I think it was right before it or right after it. I don't know if it was during the actual slow-mo part. Okay. I don't remember directly, but it was in... No, it's a different... I thought that was the same one that played on the Quicksilver, but it's uh, If I Could Save Time in a Bottle and then uh, Sweet Dreams. Yeah. I thought it was the same song. I was like, oh, that's a cool reference, but it's different. Um, I'm a sucker for those scenes. Yeah. I'll say it. And the final se- fight scene, I guess, kind of, when Dr. Fate is fighting the fucking villain and they did the thing where it was like... It's like they fucking saw Peacemaker and they were trying to remake it. You know, we obviously the or not Peace the Suicide Squad where they're fighting in the reflection of the helmet. But in this one we had his helmet and they were like fighting in his helmet and then it like zoomed it. out and then it kept zooming out and then it kept zooming out. So look, that was here's... a sick scene. And just as someone like there's been a lot of Doctor Strange stuff like yeah. in the MCU and they haven't done anything close to like that cool where they're kind of using like they've done trippy shit and stuff, but this was like I felt like that was an organic way to fucking it, it just looked fucking sick. I thought. Again, we're reviewing this a week and a half after the film. I forget some things. <laughs> 15. <laughs> it gets a score. That was an awesome scene. Yeah. I fucking love that. That was very Peacemaker-esque. Yeah. Um, but the way they did it was different and unique, and it felt like there was just, like, levels and levels and levels. Yeah. Have you seen the TikToks of, like, the super zoom-in or something, where it's, like, someone does a drawing, and then you zoom into, like, the character's eye, and it's a full reflection of the room. I've seen you those, zoom in, yeah. It's, like, shit like that. It felt kind of like that vibe, which, yeah. like, kept going. And I landed at a 17 tie. Um, I enjoyed it. Just like, I feel like I haven't watched a, and again, it's like, I, we haven't really got that many Marvel movies, but even like Thor, love and thunder. I, I well, see. Maybe this is a bad, I was going to say, I feel like I haven't got any like superhero movies or like action movies that have had like satisfying fight scenes. But then I think of like bullet train, which did and Thor, love and thunder had moments, but didn't use those moments enough. Um, like the chromatic planet. Um, I don't know. 17. Yeah. I liked, I, I, I liked it. I finished two points lower than you. I, I didn't I didn't have a problem with it. I liked it. I think it looked pretty cool. I like how they shot some of the stuff. I, I will say you're a sucker for the slow-mo. Yeah. All I can think about is the Eternals scene where the fast character beats the shit out of, uh, what is it, Icarus? And it's just really quick, like boom, 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 boom. Yeah. It's not slow-mo at all. Love that so much more. <laughs> Love that so much more when you're just like, they're way too fast for us to even understand. <laughs> like, I don't want to feel like I have super speed and I can see it. I just want to be like... Like the SpongeBob meme, want to see me go to that mountain, want to see me do it again. <laughs> Love that shit. Sucker for that. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't know. It's just – I, it's played out, obviously. It's been done time and time again. But it's just a cool filmmaking thing to show, like, this guy's going really fucking fast. Yeah. And I like it. No, it, it works. It works in this film. I don't have a problem with it. We're going to get a lot of it. We, You know what? We get it in the Sonic movies, and I like it in the Sonic movies as well. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> That's not bad. And we'll probably get it in the Flash movie. I've got to imagine. So how much percentage of that film's in slow-mo? Like if you were the whole movies in slow-mo and it's just like a minute of time. That's what I was going to say. Like if the flash movie were to play out in full speed, how long do you think the runtime is? (laughs) Got to be like 35 minutes, right? That'd be fucking so bold. If they did that, the whole movie was just like two minutes. Just POV flash. You seen the, have you ever seen the movie? uh, Oh, what the fuck? It's the POV. I know what you're talking about. Hardcore Henry. Henry. Yeah. Never seen it. Just like that, but the flash. How Everything is it? Is slow-mo. Weird. <laughs> not, not great. Weird. Felt like it's a different kind of POV movie at times, maybe? What? I said, does it feel like it's a different kind of POV movie at times? Like porn? Like, like pornography? Well, just how much experience do you have with POV movies? Not a lot. Okay. It did used to have a VR headset. <laughs> Interesting. You did? Yeah. It was cheapy. I, I had a cheap it was like one an iPhone too. one that you had to hook up. Me too. 
I I can't say I've ever I ever used it for that. Okay. Didn't my mind never crossed that? I'm kind of upset it didn't. Yeah, it's it's something. Might need to go get Riley's brother's PlayStation VR now. It's interesting. Yeah, borrow it. <laughs> Don't tell him why, obviously, but just like you know. Um, key elements tie. Um, you're gonna hate me for this score. <laughs> you're gonna hate me for it. But look, I fucking love the action of this. I I loved all the slop. I ate it up. I was. There was not a point in this movie where I felt, like, bored. I was just like, this is fucking fun. This is fun superhero action. The comedy really landed with me. It wasn't over the top. It was it was maybe a little bit less than Marvel would do, but, like, mm. they had their comedic elements. You know, obviously, Adam Smasher was, like, supposed to be comedic, and um, the one, like, uncle or dad, or I think it was uncle, you know, he yeah. was kind of comedic. And Wonderful. There was a little bit of, like, dry humor with The Rock. They did, you know, it was with, another like, Marvel sarcasm. Comp. It was, um... Very much like Dave Batista's Drax, yeah. Drax, just the dry, very serious, no sense of humor. Yeah, so all that played for me. I liked the action. I turned my brain off. I enjoyed it. When I walked out of this movie, Ty, I was just like, man, I love that was a superhero movie, and I loved every part of the superhero part of it. I gave it a 19. No shit. I gave it a 19. I mean, I... Again, you're you're making bold claims on Twitter. I'm not going to say what it is still after. <laughs> you're saying other things which make it seem like I'm going to hate this film. I had a good time <laughs> with this movie. I just we got to come back down to earth a little bit. It's a 16. Ugh, it's a it's, 19. Brother. It's fun. The comedy lands. Could have been better action. Could have been funnier. That was pretty good action. Could have no been complaints here. Could have been better stakes with the main villain and everything. There is. We'll get to it in the next category. There is a part of this film that Jesus fucking Christ I hated so much. Um and I think that played in the key elements a little bit and took me out of it. Oh no. Are you gonna do what I think you're gonna do? But I <laughs> I had a good time with this. I liked it. And uh no, I'm not. I know what you're thinking. No, I'm not. <laughs> not where I had the problem, believe it or not. I think the problem wasn't with Dwayne the Rock Johnson. It was not. Good. I I enjoyed Mr. Johnson. <laughs> Mr. Johnson. No, look, I I I know it's kind of high and I I'm this has kind of always been my easiest category to get fucking high scores on. It's supposed um, to be. This is the bonus round. Yeah. This literally I I feel like we should put this at the end almost cuz this is just the bonus round where it's like, "Hey, if you're good comedy, this is where you're going to get some fucking love." Yeah, maybe key elements should go after characters if we're actually doing it. Because that's, I mean, literally. Are we really going to uproot our whole scale, though, and change how we do it? I mean, we're, we're not changing the scale. <laughs> Just changing the order. It actually yeah. does make sense if it goes fourth and then enjoyment last. I still think enjoyment as last makes the most sense. but Yeah. Um, so that's, that's basically like our movie scale could just be enjoyment. Like, yeah, this is a fun fucking movie. Watch it. Yeah. Did uh, I don't know if you saw my, I don't know if I told you about this, but there was like this random ass person on Twitter. Someone I followed liked his tweet or something or responded, so I saw it. And he had a list of like a hundred movies, and they were all ranked out of ten. It was like eight point seven, eight point nine, whatever. And uh, all these great fucking films. He had Law Abiding Citizen tenth. Yeah, yeah, like just like that's a man I, of fucking culture. I, I tweeted right there. him. I said, my best friend and I have a movie podcast, and we have an intricate movie scale or whatever. And Law Abiding Citizen is our favorite, like underrated movie of all time. I'm so happy to randomly stumbled across this, and you have it in the top ten. Like. We're not alone, Ty. Like, people know it's a good movie. So that that made me feel better because Riley gives me shit for how much I like Law Abiding Citizen. I, um, there was a point in time in this podcast where I was real heavy on Reddit. Yeah. Um, You're not, not a Reddit guy no more? As, uh, you know, hit or miss. I should start, like, a Law Abiding Citizen truther. <laughs> like, Reddit 
community. Subreddit. I don't. I didn't even know what it's subreddit. Yes, I feel like it's one of those movies where like everyone loves, but like doesn't know other people yeah. also love. No, it. there's a group of us out there, and we need to connect. Because <laughs> it's not a movie people will like think of. You know, like when you ask them like their favorite movie of all time, they might not think of Law Abiding Citizen. No, but if you yeah. like bring it to them, like, hey, have you seen Law Abiding Citizen? Like, it's a great film, huh? And they'll be like, yeah, it is actually. Or if they have it and they watch it, like. Pretty fucking good, right? <laughs> yeah, it was actually. <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. Oh, I love this. What does it have? Uh, it's got, what, like an 87 on our? Yeah. 87 and a half. Um, you <laughs> See, gave it 87 and You said that? And I was like, no way we gave it that high, right? And I mean, it deserves it. It's so good. <laughs> it's such a good fucking movie. That's wild that the dude had it in the top 10, though. Like, we love that film. It's 21. Yeah. And we haven't reviewed, like, every movie ever like this was whatever but it's such a good film it's such a fucking good film how did we get to law abiding i don't know <laughs> it never fails we find a way there <laughs> it's always the avenue is always there um that'd be a sequel i'd be hyped for even though they'd probably oh fuck God. it up but i'd still be hyped what if they halloween like did the halloween timeline thing and we just get he survived that explosion in his jail cell mm. and he's still trying to bring down the system the second one would be, I think, Jamie. Something happens to Jamie Fox, and then he oh. he becomes the law-abiding citizen. He's haunted by fucking Gerard <laughs> Butler. <laughs> Gerard Butler's just whispering in his ear. <laughs> oh, Jay, let's start writing a script. <laughs> law-abiding citizen too. Um, characters tie. You start me off. That'd be such a that'd be such a good movie. <laughs> You said you hated something in this <sighs> film, and it took you out of it. All right, so. And I want to know what. And I'm happy it's not The Rock, but I'm curious now on what it could be. Dwayne Johnson. We expected him to be typecast and just be Dwayne Johnson. I will say he had, he had some fucking acting chops in this. He wasn't just Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, I feel the same way because Riley said, oh, he was just The Rock in this. No, like, no he wasn't. very different character. Yeah. Dry humor, serious, angry like it worked. It yeah. worked for me. I like him as Black Adam. He you could tell he really cared about bringing this character to the big screen and, and not just being the rock. And not being himself actually throwing himself into this role. Which again, like there's level to this. It's not like he gave a fucking Oscar level performance, <laughs> no, no, but no, no. for Dwayne Johnson like that was some fucking acting chops. Yeah. Jason, there's a film that I hate. I fucking hate it. Um that film is Artemis Fowl. It's a child in that movie that I can't fucking stand. You didn't like the child? This skateboarding fucking loser who's stuck in 2002 just <laughs> skateboarding down fucking stairs. And he's like, oh, I got to sneak by people. Let me throw my skateboard down and skate through a fucking hallway. Was such a fucking idiot. Just the worst possible character you could have had in this film. So out of touch. So fucking how do you do fellow kids? With a skateboarding kid going through this fucking town in modern day. Just the dumbest thing ever. Are you trying to say kids don't skateboard anymore? No, not like this. This isn't the fucking early thousands where he had his hat sideways and fucking... This is just so, so fucking stupid. His sideboard... His skateboard was his fucking sidekick. Like, I don't, like... I don't get it. It was such a bad character. The acting was so bad. Him and his mom. His mom fucking sucked. Riley said those were the characters she liked the most. No fucking chance, dude. That's what she said. They're awful. They're what took me out of this movie. Any comedy that involved them fucking sucked. Kill both of these characters off. Leave the uncle to mourn and give me funny shit. Electrician uncle loved him. He was good. 
these the mom and the son were so bad such bad acting such bad line delivery the emotional stakes of this fucking woman to be like i don't care if he unleashes hell on earth that's my son up there like you dumb hey, bitch you're gonna have a son shortly no, you, you'll feel the same no, way no she's so the way she handled that was so fucking stupid and this kid just being a dipshit and hey dude who fucking pushed another guy off a cliff we haven't seen is real sketchy Here's the fucking crown. I'm a terrible liar. I just, I couldn't stand these two. They were so bad. So bad. I gave it an eight. Oh, wow. I really, really liked Dwayne Johnson. I honestly loved Pierce Brosnan and was like, I the most bummed out when he died. Mm-hmm. That really fucking bummed me out because I loved that character. I love him. Like, his, his light humor, but his portrayal of that character and this just, like, wise fucking... Loved that character. Wish we could get more of it. I don't know Dr. Fate in the comics if he's, like, can come back and fuck it. Well, yeah, I don't know. Uh, really liked his portrayal in this. I liked Hawkman. I liked the Aldous Hodge character. Didn't love it, but I liked it. Um, Uncle, very funny. Enjoyed him throughout the film. But, again, that's, like, I gave a 12 for main characters and, like, a negative 4 for side characters for these fucking two. Now, see, I, I liked all the same characters as you, but I didn't hate the mother and the, the I son. Stand to do. I think I just don't like chil- like children actors. Yeah, that could do it. It's been a while since I've been like, hey, that's a good performance by a kid. Maybe uh, Good Boys? Yeah, I'm thinking, what did I give the Adam Project? Because I was like, I was I fine. hated the Adam Project. Yeah, see, kid. I don't think I hated that kid as much as you did. Because he was, other people can't be Ryan Reynolds. He was trying to be Ryan Reynolds. He was trying real hard. Yeah. And I get why, because he was Ryan Reynolds, right? Or <laughs> it was his dad or whatever. No, it was him. Whatever the fuck it was. I don't even remember. Um, it was just fucking Meet the Robinsons Part 2 um, with the worst fucking de-aging we've ever seen. Um, how do we feel about The Rock? Just like they did like the skinny. <laughs> what? Continue. They just did like the skinny, weak, worn down yeah. version of the rock and it was still fucking way more shredded than i am <laughs> yeah just slave starved skinny like weak rock is still someone who would beat your fucking ass effortlessly <laughs> that had to have been a body double right and they put his face on him yeah there's no way that was actually. i don't think you can like digitally remove those muscles that much it's <laughs> just not a chance dude <laughs> you saw i know you said the practical suit so you did see the thing where they originally made the suit with padding and the yeah. rock was like nah like wait, do you <laughs> see who the fuck i am can you imagine being the costume designer it's just so like no no, no add muscles add muscles and it's just like do you see this motherfucker <laughs> like matt being the guy to hand dwayne johnson the suit with fake muscles in it yeah you're fucking that's a bad look man that's it's a bold fucking move he's the most shredded right i mean chris hemsworth is pretty shredded Chris, but the rock's like big and shredded yeah like, there's been pictures of Chris Hemsworth working out where you're like, holy fucking shit. He never actually looks like that on screen or, like, yeah. walking around. Dwayne Johnson, that's just, like, his existence. It's not like he got in shape for a movie. Yeah. That's just, he just showed up to set. Yeah, I think it is. It is probably. Terry Crews, not a superhero, but he's pretty ripped. Yeah, he's up there. Um, Mark I, Wahlberg in Pain and Gain looked like he was ripped, and I feel like he's never looked that muscular ever before. Jay, did you see they're releasing a PG-13 version of Father Stew? The movie serious? that looks like it shouldn't actually exist and is stupid, <laughs> and there's like a huge following, and people love it? I did not see this. Re-releasing now. Father Stew. I did not see this. Mark Wahlberg, the notable homophobic racist as a priest. Well, let's not go there. Um, 
Vin Diesel in the Fast and the Furious movies uh, is as ripped as The Rock because they manipulated. Ty, you good? <laughs> I'm good. Um, and John Cena obviously is up there as well. Um, no, I know I, he's bigger than all of them. Though I just want to be clear. The Rock. Yeah, he's the biggest. I feel like John Cena though is like shorter, so he might be more mass per capita. No, for sure, he's not as tall. Yeah, because The Rock's like six six, isn't he? Am I just making that up? I mean, he's he's six five. He's fucking massive. He's a big human. He is a big fucking human. Does The Rock? I'm just fucking delaying from my character score. Does The Rock have, like, the highest universal approval rating? Because even us who kind of shit on him for, like, his typecasting, like, I, we both still like The Rock, right? Like, he's a good – he seems like a good, genuine person. Yeah. No, best person on the planet. Who would, like, meet you. Like, we would interview him, and he would remember us the next time and, yeah. like, call us by our name or something. Even if he didn't remember us, though, he'd be so nice about it. Yeah. In, like, the nicest way that he forgot you. Like – when Tom Hanks dies, I mean, Tom Hanks is maybe, I don't know, though. I feel like The Rock might have passed Tom Hanks. No, after Pinocchio, it's, yeah. No, well, it's, after, you know, Tom Hanks got COVID and everyone said that. Remember there was that wild Tom Hanks conspiracy? It was like a child, was like the, child sex trafficker? Something like that, yeah. And he was also the first one to get COVID, so he was in on it. Yeah. Did he buy stock in Pfizer? It was something like that. He was helping put the chips in people. Mm. Um, but even, you know, th- those people still like The Rock. Yeah, it's it's Dwayne Johnson would effortlessly win a presidency. You think so? Oh, so, so confident in that. He's charismatic. I think people from the right and left fucking would love him. You're probably right. I think he's the easiest. Like, no, I think like 75 percent voter approval. See, 20 years ago, I would agree with you. But in today's political landscape, Mm. I don't think so. No, I I think he could run as either side and the other side would be like, fuck, I don't think if we got to go that way, it's it's him. I don't know. I feel like Obama was like the most moderate president of our lifetime uh, in terms of middle of the aisle, and people still hate him. So I feel like uh, Andrew Yang, real big, big about a third party. Yeah. Right. Um, didn't he like lose New York? He's lost every election yeah, he's, he's not tried great. to win, so he if just he, made his own party. If he really <laughs> wanted to make like that party big, you find a way to get Dwayne Johnson to run as a third party. He'd be the guy who'd actually make it happen. Oh, Andrew Yang, what a guy! How much um, do you think Dwayne Johnson weighs? This is actually, he's six five. Muscular as all hell. He's two eighty five. Only two sixty. That's shocking. He's slim and buff. I have no way to fact check this. This is just what Google says. Um, I don't know if this Do was in between roles. I don't know if this was. This is as he was getting ready for that flashback scene, cutting weight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I Do you think he enjoys his life? Yeah, he's got a. I like mean. he's one of those people that wakes up at four a.m. Like there's that. Have you ever seen that? Like Rocco or Jocko or whatever the fuck his name is. Like. He's like a like a motivational speaker. Okay. He's like the guy who wakes up at 5 a.m. every day and makes you feel like a shitty person if you don't, and you're a loser if you don't, and blah, 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 blah. You've seen that guy? No. Oh. No, nothing of this. Those people have to live miserable lives, right? Like, maybe they're just wired differently, and like, but waking up that early and like being so strict to a diet and a regimen, like, okay, you might get an extra six or seven years on me at the end of my life, but do you even like your life? I mean, you have a lot of money, so. No, I think for those people, they're probably miserable. I think Dwayne Johnson's the only exception. Got it. Because I think he wakes up, and he's just fucking jacked, and he just goes on Instagram Live, and millions of people love him. And then he just works out, and then he goes to shoot whatever ridiculous film that he's having (laughs) so much fun shooting. Yeah. And then he goes back on Instagram Live and makes fun of Kevin Hart, and everyone fucking (laughs) loves him. 
And then he goes and works out again, and then he just collects his million-dollar paycheck for the day for whatever fucking tequila or side company that he's doing that everyone loves because everyone loves him. Yeah. He's just the greatest person. There's a thing where, like, he got into an accident with someone, like, broke, like, someone broke his mirror off or something. Like, sideswiped his truck, and the guy got out and fucking Dwayne Johnson's car that he hit. And he, like, signed his broken mirror and, like, took pictures with the dude and gave it to him. <laughs> it's incredible. He's just the best person. Is it one of those things, like, don't meet your heroes, though, and you meet The Rock and he's actually a fucking dick? Or is he the exception, like you're saying? No, I think he's the exception. He's got to be. Yeah. There's a video a while back of people, like, crowd surfing a baby on, like, a concert stage. Uh-huh. And, like, the camera just shows the baby and you have no idea how it's going to play out. And it cuts to Dwayne Johnson, like, all in white, looking like Jesus, just holding this baby. <laughs> and it's incredible. It's so fucking... And I'm just like, why is he here? What is this for? <laughs> no one knows, but everyone's so excited that you would give your child to, like... Hundreds of strangers to help them get on stage to meet Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> and he might wrestle this year. Yeah? Yeah, you haven't heard no. all those rumors? Yeah. Know. There's a big ru- – Stone Cold Steve Austin wrestled the last WrestleMania. Not sure if you saw that. How old is That was he like now? his retirement match. Only a few years older than The Rock, like 54-ish probably. They they aged very differently. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs> um, and But no, so it's in L.A., and Roman Reigns, who is his nephew or cousin or whatever, is like the shit in WWE. He's been champ for like two years, which is like insane. He's like the only superstar, I feel like, that I yeah, would know Yeah, he's the of. fucking face of the company. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of speculation that The Rock's going to come back to wrestle him. And the Roman Reigns' thing is he's the, the head of the family or whatever, so they'll fight to be the head of the family. Um, and these rumors were escalated by... I don't know how people know this, and this is just internet rumors, but there's apparently like a three to four month window in The Rock's filming schedule where he has no movies in production, and that's from like February to May, and WrestleMania is in April or March. Um, and if he does, I'm going. It's at SoFi. I've never been to a wrestling event. WrestleMania is at SoFi? <laughs> yeah, it's two nights now. WrestleMania does two nights. And I know the night the Rock wrestles will probably be very expensive, but I think I actually am going to go because I've never been to a wrestling event. I'm not even into it that much anymore, but, like, how fucking hyped would it be to go to fucking WrestleMania? When you say very expensive, how much are we talking? <laughs> I don't know. I, I've never I've never even looked at wrestle, wrestling tickets. I, I haven't watched wrestling since, like, literally probably middle school. <laughs> I would go. That seems like one of those things, like, you, you got to go and it's just a fucking great time. It's on April 1st and April 2nd. Saturday and Sunday. I'm trying to see on Ticketmaster. Um, you could get in the door for less than 100 bucks. The nosebleeds, but 90 bucks. Seriously? Yeah. I, that's all I, I would just want it. Like, I would bring binoculars. I, <laughs> that'd be Like, sick, the though. crowd pop with certain things. Yeah. Just being in the arena. Yeah. That'd be something. Go to SoFi for the first time, and it's not for a football game. <laughs> for fucking WrestleMania. I'm going. I'm 100% going to go. I might go by myself. I might bring Drag Riley along. Sounds like a blast. But, like, I want to fulfill the childhood dream of mine. Go to a fucking wrestling WrestleMania. So, speaking of obscure sports, did you see the shit in NASCAR? Yeah, I did. That was fucking sick. Pretty fucking awesome. It's fucking great radio. Just no context, but that was pretty sick. Pretty fucking awesome. That's uh, all I'm gonna say on it too. <laughs> Characters, I gave a 14. By the way, no. <laughs> okay, that's not as high as I thought. So what? Like, what's holding it back here? Well, I. It's you not said Oscar, you liked everyone. It's not Oscar-worthy performances. I didn't like the kid and the mom. I didn't hate them like mm. you. I liked The Rock. I didn't think he was fantastic, but for a lead in this character, I thought he was great in it. Um, uh, I, I liked the uh, – Dr. Fate was my favorite character in the whole movie, just I'm like you, you said. Yep. Um, I thought his character was fantastic. I wish we got more of him. 
Hawkman was fine. Um, I still liked him. I, I did like Adam Smasher, and I kind of thought him and the girl actually had some like real on-screen chemistry. Whether or not they actually turn that into something moving forward, who knows? It's fucking DCU. Why you give me that look? They just existed. I don't think there's any chemistry there. I think Noah Centineo is just like the he was like the heartthrob there for a minute. So I think anyone just like he's on screen. You're like, oh, chemistry. What is I don't he? Think so heartthrob. For I don't know. He was in a couple of different like Netflix things. Um, the villain, yeah, isn't great, but like you don't really need the villain in this, you yeah. know. And I, I just thought. For what it needed to be, everyone, you know, you didn't like the the mother and the son. Um, everyone was was what they needed to be in this. And, yeah, it's not ever going to win an Oscar or anything, and that's what kind of holds it back, in my opinion. But, um, yeah, I enjoyed it. Now, yeah, I, I, my favorite part of the film, um, I think I laughed the hardest, is when Dr. Fate told the uncle that he would die of uh, electricity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm an electrician. <laughs> yeah. Fucking, I was almost in tears <laughs> laughing. I was fucking wonderful. Uh, did you catch the uh, cameo of Harcourt? Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I saw that that character, and I was like, oh, like this character seems like a big deal. DC has done such a bad job of making things connected. I Honestly, like afterwards, I was like, oh, that's the actor from Peacemaker, not realizing that this exists in the same universe. That was the same character yeah. from Peacemaker. Yeah. That was kind of a bummer. <laughs> like, if they were better at their job, I'd be like, oh, they connected those two. Yeah. Not good. Fucking Peacemaker. So good. Wonderful. Um, I was going to say something. Oh, and there was uh, Henry Winkler. How about his little cameo? Yeah. Again, Adam Smasher, very much just like Ant-Man, second generation superhero <laughs> with someone else's suit that you're wearing. Yeah. It was uncanny how similar his mask was to Deadpool, right? Well, it's like identical, dude. Like, it was black, but like... The, the fibers eyes. and the, the way the eyes, eyes were yeah. identical. They couldn't have switched it a little bit. You got to do something. You know that you're following up all this other shit. Make it stand out. I don't know if this is in the comics, but they've shown trailers. Namor, Namor has like ankle wings. Makes no fucking sense, but he has wings on his ankles. <laughs> That's going to make it stand out For to swimming. me. swimming. That can't be. When he swims. They're so tiny. They're like Nemo fins. <laughs> <laughs> Ankle wings. Oh, man. That's what it looks like, dude. It looks like he's got wings on his fucking... Namor ankles. <laughs> I'll be goddamned he has them in the comics. Okay, I thought that was like a unique thing. No, no, he just... He has ankle wings. Oh, you could buy combo tickets for WrestleMania where you get both days. I don't think I want to go both days. I just want to go one day. I don't yeah, like wrestling I, enough that much. Again, like, I'm not a hardcore fan. I'd show up. I think it'd be good. I view it like a minor league NHL game. <laughs> Like, it'd just be a fun experience. I'd go, drink some beer, have a good time. I know that would be, like, people's life, like you said, your childhood dream. Yeah. I'd just be there for a good time. I'd just hear a crowd pop. It's as fun as you make it. Like, yeah, if you no, were to I go just... and you weren't a wrestling fan, you're just sitting there all bummed out. Like, it's not going to be yeah. fun. But if you just fucking, like, let your, your suspension of disbelief, whatever, whatever yep. the saying is, and just fucking get into it. Someone gets thrown through a table and you just have a blast with <laughs> yeah. it. That would be a fucking wonderful time. <laughs> I used to go to Dustin's wrestling shows when he was, you know, a small wrestler, and those were always fucking fun. So, and now all those guys are fucking big leaguers. So it's crazy how life works. Um, enjoyment, Ty. I enjoyed this film a lot. I walked out of the movie with a smile on my face, telling Riley that this was a great movie. And before the James Gunn news, I even said this is the most excited I am for the DCU with Superman and just this film actually being pretty good. Give it a seventeen. Yeah, out of twenty, I did. I enjoyed this film. I did. I, I'm a little lower than you. I, I think it was a 
it was a superhero film. If I got nothing else to watch and maybe, you know, you're in the hotel room. I think a little above that. What about airplane? Is this an airplane movie? (sighs) Yeah. Okay. I landed on a 13. Oh, I think disgusting. I think it was like, it's a movie. I, I, it's a superhero movie. It's a good time. I really fucking hated the character. Of the, the kid in the skateboard, Jay. It took me out of the film. When he, like, rallies the fucking crowd. I'm like, just shut the fuck up, dude. Like, no one wants oh, to hear from you. And he's like, the people are all walking out, and he's just fucking riding his skateboard in front of everyone. Like Bart Simpson? Like, fucking use your legs. <laughs> are you just upset because you could never ride a skateboard? I could ride a skateboard like he didn't, he didn't even do any cool fucking tricks. He just, just instead you, of so walking, if he was shredding and like around. hitting kickflips and I would hate it. I would hated it more. I would hate it so much more. <laughs> <laughs> There's just a half pipe scene where he's going up a half pipe. You, you get rid of the skateboard, dude. <laughs> you just don't need a skateboard in this film. That's what we need for part two. He's gonna go up a half pipe, do a hand plant, grab his board from his feet, fucking smack someone with it, go back down. Now, the upsetting part is I feel like after fan reaction, because I don't think I'm the only one who felt this way, you would think they would just get rid of this mom and son character and they were just like one-offs and it is what it is. They'll move on. Apparently, very vital character in the comics. Very much has a storyline connected with Black Adam. We're getting him in the sequel. Good. I'm glad. He's going to be a little bit older. He's going to learn some skateboarding tricks. (laughs) He's going to piss you off even more. What's your final score, Ty? Did I say my enjoyment? I gave it a 13. 13. Yeah. Too low. Final score. Now, I don't even remember what movie it was. You compared this to a movie beforehand. Uh, oh, you said Uncharted, where yeah. it was like the big difference between that and, mm-hmm. I mean, complete, like, random here. Uh, finished one point difference than Uncharted. Wonderful comparison to where I give it a little bit of love for being the, the movie slop enjoyer. Also can recognize the issues. I gave Uncharted a 62. I gave Black Adam a 63. Out of a hundred, um, look, it's a it's a fun time. I would recommend it to people. I would say go watch it. It does fall below the line for me. It does. Which uh, maybe I'm a I'm a snobby critic. I guess I'm giving this a rotten. By our rules, yes. Um, speaking of this, I think I'm gonna rewrite like our podcast like description. Um, I'll figure that out. I feel like we need a better uh, description of what this podcast is. Um. And what within the lines means, because that's kind of changed throughout the podcast. Um, Look, I said my tweet was Black Adam is a top 10 movie of the year. There, I said it. You said top 10 film of the year. And with a score to be a top 10 film, it received an 80 out of 100 tie. An 8-0 above the line. Not within the lines above the line and i'll be honest i landed at a 79 at first and i might have bumped a category to get it to 80 because i enjoyed this film it's all right you didn't remember the dr fate scene you did what i did that's where i bumped um i I did this not today i did this before this has been ranked for a week now i think i bumped key elements up one if i'm being honest with you um look i really enjoyed this film and i know i i just i I don't know. I enjoy, I don't need to defend myself. It's a top ten movie of the year for me. It's not. It's not a top ten film of the year. I need to be very clear. It's maybe fifteen that we've seen. Okay, a top ten movie of the year that I've done on the podcast. I don't know if I've seen any movies that haven't been for the podcast. If I'm being honest, um, 
<laughs> if I'm just looking at my scale, here's my top ten. I'll give it to you, Ty. You want it? This feels like an end of the year segment. Hold off on that. Rather than I'm just going to need a better or worse. I'm going to rattle through. Don't look at your scores just off the top of your head. Okay. Hold on. Well, now I'm already cheating because I feel like I already was looking at my scores. But go ahead. That's fine. Just off the top of your head, I'm going to give you movies from this year that we have reviewed on the podcast. Okay. Give me a better or worse. Okay. Home Team. (laughs) Better. Come on. Jackass Forever. Better. Death on the Nile. Better. Uncharted. Better. Uh, The Batman. Worse. Turning Red. Uh, It's completely different movies. Probably pretty similar, but I would say I probably enjoyed it more because it's more of my kind of movie. Black Adam? Yeah. So better, but probably pretty fucking close. Mm. Adam Project. I could look at the thing and see. Oh, way better than Adam Project. Lost City. Better. Morbius. Better. (laughs) Uh, This week we were supposed to do Sonic or Ambulance. I think we just did Sonic. Yeah. Better. The following week, we were supposed to do Fantastic Beast or the other. I think we just didn't do a podcast that week. What was it? Fantastic Beast or Where to Find Them. And Where to Find Them. Or what? Or Ambulance. Ambu L A N. When was this? April 20th. Hmm. Not sure. Is that when we were in Vegas? Oh, I think it is. Or was that in summer? Were we in Vegas in summer? No, we were in Vegas July. We took like a month off after that. Um... What are you trying to get at? I just don't think we did a movie that week. No, but what, with this better or worse thing. So I can see if this falls into a top ten just off the, off the rip. I know it does. I've looked at my top ten. Unbearable weight scale. of massive talent. Worse. Doctor Strange and Multivirus of Madness. Worse, but I feel like I'm more disappointed still with Doctor Strange. That's 100, 100% like I agree fully with that. <laughs> this movie was better than I was expecting it. And like in terms of like. What I expected versus what I got. Yeah. Uh-huh. Black Adam way better. Yeah. If there's like there's like a word. Zero thing. expectations going into it. We're grading Black. on a curve. Black Adam. Bingo. The Northman. Better. Underappreciated fucking movie. I don't like those kind of movies. So good. Firestarter. Better. <laughs> Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Better, I think. No. Bad better. take. Uh, Top Gun. <laughs> Worse. I'm not going to ask. Bob's Burger. Better. Hustle. Fucking was what was hustle? Adam Sandler basketball movie. Oh, I don't remember. So I guess better. <laughs> um, this is where we went on our little stretch here of not reviewing shit. Uh, Jurassic World Dominion. You ever watch it? No, me either. I promised we'd give a review. <laughs> I think we're gonna have to find a way to get this into the March movie madness bracket next year, <laughs> and that'll be the way we do it. Lightyear. Hold that thought. Lightyear probably worse. Okay, holding thought. Just continue. Uh, never watched Elvis. Mm-mm. Never watched Minions: The Rise of Gru. Seen the first five minutes. That's right, you did. <laughs> Thor: Love and Thunder. Worse. Uh, <laughs> this is when we actually reviewed Lightyear, so that Lightyear was a part of our break. <laughs> uh, nope. Uh it's a close one. I, I lost count. Better. I don't <laughs> have five. The Gray Man. Ty, we're doing all this. I've ranked my 2022 movies by my scale. It came in tenth. I will tell you that. It came in 10. But that's you, like, looking at your numbers and shit. I just want it off the rip. Gray Man. It's better than Gray Man. You lost track. I didn't do this. This is a horrible segment. <laughs> horrible. I, I honestly just wanted to go back because I forgot some of the movies we reviewed, and it was nice to take a trip down memory lane. We'll stop there. Yeah, it, it came in. I'll tell you. Hold it came on. in 10th right Bullet now. Train. Worse. No. Bullet Train was fun. I mean, sorry. Black Adam was worse than Bullet Train. Oh, okay, good. 
Okay, yeah. I did, I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. It's got a higher score. I was holding a thought. Uh, continue. Oh, just uh, off pod, just about March Movie Madness. Um, oh, you got an idea for next year? Yeah. You got something cooking? <laughs> I do. In November? I do. I do. We're only four months away. This moves, movie year's going by fucking quick, Ty. It's, fucking it's already November. Yeah, that's why. You're going to have a child before you know it. I know. January, February, March. I hope my kid doesn't interview with March Movie Madness. If I like, if the week we're supposed to do March Movie Madness and review Jurassic World Dominion, and my child's born and we don't do it, I feel like we. I never get. To, I should never watch this film. I think if two years in a row I'm unable to watch it, we never watch it. Um, this came in with a seventy-one and a half uh, consensus score. By the way, um, combined score, right? Was that what it ended up at? Seventy-one and a half, putting it at 79th. Out of 154 films that we have now reviewed on the scale, putting it with the likes of, where did it land? It's oh, tied oh, with Eurovision that. and Outside the Wire. Okay. One behind the Northman, which, honestly, Northman has kind of had our scores flipped. You gave that an 84. I gave that a yeah. 61. Great film. Jingle jangle. Forget I'm not forgetting that I said Northman was going to be an Oscar uh, nominee, by the way. You said that? Yep. And I said, I'm going to readdress it and come back to it. And you said, no fucking chance that it does. And I said, yes, it will. I don't remember that. Um, I believe you. The audio is there yeah. for you to go back and look at it. I'll pull it, it out. But I don't forget. <laughs> Underrated film of the year. Uh, Black Adam, better than Eternals, in my opinion. My score indicates that as well. Where is Eternals on it? What did consensus? Uh, 82 and a half. Oh, it's way up here. Yeah, because of your fucking 89. That's a good fucking movie. You know how many times I've wanted to watch that movie since i saw it in theaters probably none that's fine i brought it up this pod i brought up a scene from that movie this pod how many times have you watched eternals like three times you're fucking weird dude it's a good movie you're fucking weird my opinion stands you're- i think it, i think it's emotional i think it's a great ensemble cast i like what they did with the action i like what it set up news broke that they definitely are continuing which i hate that that was even a question that if the eternals were going to return definitely are returning in the mcu fucking love that news can't wait to see him again. Uh, so excited to see that. Can't wait. So excited. Random Rotten Tomato movie score, re- movie review, not score. You already conquered that. I feel like this one's a softball. So honestly, if you get this, I'm not going to count it as a full win for you. I'm going to keep doing I, these. I'm really, the fact that you're saying that, I'm going to fuck this up, and I'm not, no chance I get this right, but let's hear it. Well, the hint, because this is a Henry Cavill-themed episode with Henry Cavill coming back, mm. and then next week, uh, I won't say what the movie is, but there is a Henry Cavill movie we're reviewing. Yeah, um, back-to-back weeks. So I wanted to do a Henry Cavill movie. I only, know, I only know one other movie that he's been in. And that is your hint. <laughs> okay, rip it off. The review from Sean Burns of North Shore Movies. Sean Burns sounds like a guy who would watch this movie. Quote, it is grand. It is ridiculous. It is, by anybody's definition of the word, Cinema. That's a fucking review. That's a review. Cinema. It's grand. It's ridiculous. It is by anyone's definition of the word cinema. Here's the deal, Jay. There's only one man in the movie industry who can make something grand, ridiculous, and cinema. And he just released a banger this year called Top Gun Maverick. I. Oh, that's okay. Tom Cruise. Okay. I only know one other movie Henry Cavill's been in outside of the DCEU. You may have others. I don't know, outside of Enola Holmes and the DCEU. Um, that's Mission Impossible. Final guess. Zack Snyder's Justice League. You're shitting me. Zack Snyder's Justice League. See, again, I said you were going to be too, like, <laughs> it's too much, and I was going to, like, Henry tell me. Henry Cavill's not, in, not has 
has not been in much. Yeah. I, I thought you'd get this for sure. Again, I I was going like, okay, the one movie we didn't like physically talk about. So it's not that random if it was brought up on the episode. Yeah. It's Mission Impossible. Yeah, yeah. He's got a fucking mustache in there. That's why that slow motion scene looks so weird. Originally, it's because the CGI mustache. <laughs> because he had fucking scenes in Mission, Mission Impossible, Impossible where he loaded his hand. Have you seen the Mission Impossible movies? I haven't, actually. I feel like that's a, a dive you need to get into. I would love it. I know I would. Which is going to play into March Movie Madness, potentially, but oh, we I might be signing fucking up. Wait. Have you seen the things where he loads his hands, though? No. Like He gets into a fight, and he like throws his fucking hands down like he had to get all the weight to his hands to get ready to fucking punch somebody. It's so cool. It's the coolest thing ever. Before you tell us what's next week, Ty, Armin White did review this film. Ooh. Uh, the title, well, first the Rotten Tomatoes review. We now know so much about the behind-the-scenes content making and celebrity that Black Adam's attempt to exploit the political moment and audience taste is insultingly obvious. We now know so much about the behind-the-scenes content making and celebrity that the movie's attempt to exploit the political movement and audience taste is insultingly obvious. Um, his title, Black Adam's Race War Fantasy. Race War? <laughs> They're all the same race. Are they not? Um, it's implied that they're all from this city and the same people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Rock is presented as Teth. Oh, Adam. the race war! I guess JSA showing up and be like USA good. You guys stop. Yeah. I guess the Rock is presented as Teth Adam, a Middle Eastern slave who was imprisoned in Kondok five thousand years ago. Um, his powers and misguided rage can be matched only by a band of righteous liberals called the Justice Society of America. Fuck yeah, dude. What in this movie makes you think they're righteous liberals? The fact that they just show up and and I, I don't know. One of the I want to make become a filmmaker so I can make a movie like this and leave a very subtle hint that they're actually like Trumpies or something. Yeah. And then when Armin Wright writes a review, I'll respond and be like, oh, you missed this. Yeah, you fucking idiot. You missed the Make America Great Like, there's a scene where they're getting ready. They're getting ready for, like, the fight or something. And, like, a nurse goes to give him a vaccine. And he's just like, no, I don't need that. (laughs) And that's it, though. Um, It's blatant Hollywood liberalism and a less than glorious, dull-witted pastiche. Pastish, I don't know how to fucking say that. Of every action movie gimmick since The Rock first appeared in The Mummy Returns in 2001. This includes ripping off The Scorpion King, Snyder's 300, Batman vs. Superman, of course his favorite movie ever. Or no, that's Man of Steel. And as many of Marvel's cinematic rivals to DCU as possible. Um, most flagrantly, Marvel's box office behemoth Black Panther is the inspiration for Black Adam's trite, trashy, trashy race politics. The title Black Adam proclaims banal race consciousness, not just a derivative of Black Panther. It is the rock. It's the rock on display as a muscle-bound version of the racist cliche "Black Girl Magic." I, he's not called Black Adam because he's black. I think the comic books he's white, isn't he? Black Adam. Yeah, he just got a black suit. The kid was very simple-minded in making his name. Oh man, this guy's so fucking. I hate him, but I love him a little bit. He's, I want to, like, they need to put him in a zoo to be studied. I will say I worked with my father this weekend, um, just on the side. Yep. And uh, one of the guys we were working with seemed like a great guy. He was a hardworking guy. He was funny. 
Um, little like kind of immature, not immature, but a little inappropriate with some of the jokes. You know how like men in their forties that are that work in construction. This is a form of construction. Are I mean, mm-hmm. you were in that fucking world. Yeah. Um, but you know, it wasn't like anything like bad, bad. You know. Um, and then politics started being brought up, and I was like, oh, I don't like this person. He was a uh, it just he he would love Armin White because he was a a full out NWO. Um, the elitists are trying to kill all of us off because we're taking their natural resources. His words, not mine. Um, doesn't okay. believe COVID is real, but he told me his brother died of COVID. Gotcha. Um, I don't like when he that, that was like in the same sentence, and I was like, what does that mean? So I think what he meant was he doesn't think COVID's a real virus. It's like something implanted by the government and people, and that's oh, how his brother like died. Deep, deep. Yeah, deep. What is that? Deep Earth? A deep. <sighs> Um, sell I don't know whatever brought up something about gas prices and this other guy who was working with us probably around our age who also seemed like he would be you know right leaning um, straight up was like dude it's not the fucking president's fault gas prices are so high he's like I don't even like Biden but like that's just fucking stupid and then they got in a long like 15 minute debate about gas prices yeah. and global economics fuck yeah um, and the Keystone Pipeline um, is that the one that we blew up in Russia allegedly no the Keystone Pipeline is the one that they stopped production oh, on that's right that wasn't built yet that's right okay yeah um, that was, I think, so we could export oil to Canada. Not even so, get it here. I'm pretty, I could be wrong about that, but it wasn't even built yet. So, okay. <laughs> um, it's not like it was already in use and then, um, you know, so yeah, that was a good time. He would like Armin White's reviews and I, I didn't like this guy. Right. There's a coworker of mine just along these lines. Um, cool dude. Still like him. Uh, I haven't actually had a conversation with him about politics, but I have overheard a, one of the funniest single sentences I've ever heard. And that was that. No one has been uh, criticized and attacked more. Uh, speaking of Donald Trump, Trump, he said that man uh, has been criticized and attacked more since no one more since Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, this is said that Donald Trump, he likened Donald Trump to Jesus Christ. Look, I it was a, I, I, it's the greatest sentence I've ever heard. I fucked it up. I can't remember exactly how he said it. It was wonderful. I will be friends with and like and support people with different politics. I did not like this guy because he was, you know, on the other side. I'm not even on a fucking side of the aisle. I fucking don't give a shit. Um, it was the conspiracy theories and the racist shit he said in the in words with the hard ERs oh. and saying, oh, no, I like so-and-so. You know, he's a black dude. I don't like so-and-so. He's oh. a explicit. Oh, yeah. I was like, whoa, dude. He didn't tell me that. He told someone else that. But I'm like, you overheard it, though. Whoa, bro. Like, what the fuck? Um, so, yeah, that's what I didn't like about him. Yeah, no, that's. But he would like Armin White because there's nothing racist white people like more than uh, people of color who are also racist. Yeah. Or anti-Semitic. Also hate black people. Yeah. Anti-Semitic. Yeah, that's a new one going <laughs> around right now. Well, it's not new, but well, you know, it's made a comeback. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I didn't think that was so. Pro- now I've got to say, that's got like it's an East Coast that I've never met anyone who's Jewish. Um, I have some coworkers who are Jewish. Are they? Yeah. Okay. Learned like what kosher was and all that oh, in shit. Orlando. Yeah. Oh fuck. So what are what is kosher? It's just like rule, there's, there's like, been a lot of anti. Judaism type things going around, Jay. Let's be pro Jew and just explain kosher. Well, I'm fucking gonna butcher it. I'm like the most ignorant person in the world to describe this, but it's like you just said you learned. So yeah, like six months ago. How much did you listen, or did you ignore them because listen, you don't care about the way of life? I don't remember. It's like certain meat, like so they can't er- eat red meat. I think. Okay. 
or like deli meat. Like it's a lot of kosher is like in it. From what I was told, it's like how serious you take it. Like some people take it a little bit serious. Yeah. Some people take it very serious. Like it's like there's it's almost like you don't eat meat that you don't know was like handled properly and almost like with love kind of. So they won't eat like mass produced kind of shit. You know what I mean? Like mass produced meat where mm. it's like slaughterhouses or whatever. And there's certain meats they just don't eat outright if you're kosher. Um, I don't remember the exact. And then there's other like food rules and stuff that. Yeah, I'm mostly when I think kosher, I think of kosher pickles. <laughs> Difference between kosher pickle and regular pickle. Pickle. Um, well, that is um, isn't kosher brined in something else? I have no idea. That's why I'm asking. Um, that Again, I, I, Jay, not, I want to reiterate. Never met a Jewish person. Uh, kosher pickle versus dill pickle. Um, a kosher has garlic. That's the main. That's uh, it. It says the main difference you'll find between a regular dill and a kosher dill is the presence of garlic. Okay. It's that I like garlic. Do you like pickles? No. No, but I do like garlic. So if that's like – if kosher – eating kosher and being a Jew just involves putting more garlic on, on your stuff, I'm all in. No, it's it's more than that. Um, I had garlic bread for dinner a few nights ago. Wonderful. We'll only garlic bread? We'll, we'll I dipped it in soup. Uh, land animals must have cloven, split hooves, and must chew the cud, meaning that they must eat grass. So, uh, like, pigs aren't kosher. That was one of they told me. Because almost pigs are viewed as almost, like, dirty. You know what I mean? Very dirty animals. Yeah, um, that's fine. Seafood must have fins and scales. Eating shellfish is not allowed. It is forbidden to eat birds of prey. Only clean birds, meaning birds that do not eat other animals, can be eaten. Poultry is allowed. Meat and dairy cannot be eaten together. As it says in the Torah, do not boil a kid in its mother's milk. So Jews who follow these dietary rules cannot eat cheeseburgers, for example. Wow. Because cheese. And yeah. Often these rules are extended Sounds like further. You blah, blah, blah. Be kosher. I don't like cheese. Yeah. I don't like cheese. Interesting. Okay. That was our, uh, that was our segment. <laughs> yeah. This. Welcome to the NPR corner of Within the Lines at the end of the podcast. <laughs> uh, what do we got next week, Ty? Next week, Jay, we have a mystery and thriller slash drama. <laughs> That's the actual description of it. It's Enola Holmes 2, starring Millie Bobby Brown, Henry Cavill. This movie snuck up on me. Yeah, it's just like, surprise, it's here. Didn't know it was coming out until like two weeks ago. Not only that, first one, very we good. Liked. Very yep. successful, enjoyed. Second one, 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's pretty good. People loving it still. This is a weird little franchise by Netflix that I enjoyed the first one. I said I was looking forward to the second one. 78 and a half we gave it. I'm, I'm now still looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a good watch. Yeah, I'm excited um, as well. Weird Al movies coming out. Mm-hmm. Also has really good reviews. Yeah. I might just watch that on the side. I Who think knows? maybe soft commit to a double review. <laughs> These are both streaming. Neither has to go to theater. You don't have to pay any money. We just have to watch two films. We'll see. Enola Holmes is your main entree. We'll see if you get a little dessert. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll see. That's all I got, Jay. That's uh, next week. Enola Holmes 2. Go and watch Netflix. For you, brother. In the meantime, be a good friend, everybody.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.